Let's celebrate this month. Let's celebrate this week. Welcome to the Big Weekly Blend Podcast, the companion to our Big Weekly Blend magazine. Hey, everybody, super excited today. We have two travel writers on the show. You have heard Eva Eldridge on our show over the years. She is a writer. She's also an editor. Um, you can go to her website, evaeldridge.com. She is based out of Tucson, Arizona, and she is the editor of Trouble in Tucson. It's an anthology put together out of the Tucson Sisters in Crime organization that she is a part of. It's out on Amazon now, but you can also find it on her website again, evaeldridge.com. So welcome back, Eva. How are you? I'm very good. How about you? Doing good. How is Tucson? Is it all Christmassy? Um, it's getting there. My house is. I finally got all that done, but uh, the town is slowly uh, lighting up. We had rain the other day, so you know how it is when it rains here. That was special, and it, ah. now it's kind of cold. We, oh. we, we don't have to worry about the heat. It's now cool. I wonder if you're going to get snow this year because the Sonoran Desert is magical with a little snow on the saguaro cactus, you know? As long as it melts, <laughs> as long <laughs> as it melts, we're fine. <laughs> but the, you know what? Christmas in the desert is cool. I mean, people do things to their cactus, you know, and then if there's a freeze coming, people put red cups on the edge of their cactus to protect them. <laughs> it's it's right. interesting. It is fun. It is fun. The desert has a, it's winter is a beautiful time. And, um, especially for stargazing and all that good stuff. But let's go to coastal Mississippi and bring our next guest on. You've heard Lisa Evans on the show over the years, too. Uh, she is a travel writer and also the author of the book, 100 Things to Do in Coastal Mississippi Before You Die. That is out through Reedy Press. And you can go to Lisa's website, writerlisa.com. Man, you really scored on that domain name. Welcome back, Lisa. How are you? Good. How are you? It's good to be back. It's good to have you and Eva on the show together. I have to ask you now, Lisa, have you been to Tucson before? I have not been to Tucson, but I have been to Phoenix and Scottsdale in that area. It was, you know, many years ago, but I have been in the area and been out in the desert. So it, it, I agree. It is kind of cool. I have not been there at holiday time, but, um, I was there, you know, in, in when it was hot in, in the dead of summer. So. Hot and moist. Yep, it gets warm out there for sure. Uh, I was going to ask you, you got that rain after Eva then, I oh. think, in, in Mississippi. Yes, we the, over the weekend, um, it was very rainy. It's, it's been so dry here for months and months. And then, you know, this past weekend, we literally got torrential downpours. It, it Like four months and two days, I swear. But now it seems to be, you know, it's the sun came out today. We're in the mid 60s. So it's not so bad. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. We were just in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and everyone was complaining about a drought. And if you haven't been there, you wouldn't know. Like even when we were in Minnesota this year, they're like, there's a drought here. And I'm like, you are just nothing but lush green and beautiful. What do you mean there's a drought? You know? And um, they were hoping for rain, too. And I think they got it in Louisiana. But um, I wouldn't have known. And you feel it, you know, and it's just hard in the south. You don't you don't expect it to be, you know, dry. 
<laughs> different. No, I no, it it isn't. But it literally, it's it really has been. I mean, we went. I can't even tell you. Probably two months without rain. Um, my flowers felt it. You know, the grass got all brown and and things like that. It was you know the it was beautiful. The sun was always out, but I mean, we had burn bans and the whole bit for many many weeks. So wow. yeah, it was definitely dry. Wow. Well, I hope you get more rain, but not too torrential and i know eva you felt that way rain wise this summer in tucson too you guys were like come on bring it but you know don't flood me out either we had no monsoon this year basically none we had a couple little rains but nothing like we should so i'm hoping we get the you know every couple of weeks maybe get like we just got about a half an inch maybe a little bit more you know if we could get one of those every two or three weeks here then and and it could keep up through January. Then we would have an awesome wildflower season. Mm. But I'm not holding my breath either because every time yeah. we hope, we don't get it. <laughs> well, I hope so because it's so beautiful. The spring wildflower bloom, like out in Picasso Peak and uh, that area, is just it's gorgeous. Now, Eva, have you been to Mississippi? I have been through Mississippi, but not. <laughs> I can't really claim being to uh, it as far as spending a night there oh Lisa, a lot of people say that <laughs> <laughs> gotta drag her in you gotta drag her in you know coastal mississippi's cool, I, I was man. i was on amtrak i was doing a train trip oh, so that's cool i got right. to see some interesting scenery mm. mississippi is neat um you know just you know even having the mississippi river duh um going through there is just i don't know it's like an all i want to go to some of the cemetery are you lisa now, okay so eva's a music person too lisa's a music we've got a music show happening um but now have you done any more since we last chatted lisa have you done any more um you know of your blues trail your mississippi blues trail well um, i actually i actually was up in it's not technically on the the blues trail but i was in tupelo um some late, late October, mid to late October, and um, went to Elvis Presley's birthplace. So that's the connection to the Blues Trail, of course. I mean, Tupelo's technically not on the trail as it goes up the the Mississippi through the Delta and into Memphis and such. But of course, with the Elvis connection, um, so I did get to go to the Elvis Presley birthplace, which was kind of cool. Um, and then I actually was at a place where they had, and I, I forget the proper name, but it was an Elvis, I won't say impersonator, I think because Uh they're, they're actually certified there. So it's not like somebody off the street who just decides to, you know, pretend to be Elvis. These are actually certified, um, performers. And he was actually leaving. I saw him on, I think it was a third, I don't know, Tuesday night, maybe something like that. Anyway, he was on his way to, um, Graceland. He was going to actually perform at Graceland. So that was really, that was kind of cool because he was very good. Oh, Um, wow. He, he did a very, he did a great job, but there's only a certain number of Elvis, um, Again, performers, I, 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 there's a specific word and I don't want to miss say it. I impersonator comes to mind, but that's not really it, but that was pretty cool. The birthplace was very nice. You know, I, you know, was able to, I mean, it's not anything huge. It's literally the house that he was born in and the grounds. And, um, so it was, it was kind of cool. Huh. You know, I, I kind of, it's interesting. Mississippi is just the history of music in Mississippi is just like thick, you know, it's so rich. 
Um, being back in, in Natchitoches was awesome because music is a big deal there. And we got to see some live music as well. And um, that was just so cool. I miss live music so much. I was just like, let me just stay out here longer. I know it's getting chilly, but just a little bit more, you know. Um, but here we're in Lubbock, Texas right now today. And so we're in the birthplace of Buddy Holly. And there we went, go. he's got a museum. He's got a park, like a park, like a little plaza area that his family put together. And it's got a nice sculpture of him. But they have these giant glasses at the museum that you can yeah. stand next to. Giant, like these giant Buddy Holly glasses. But I think it's kind of interesting, the connection with Eva being in Tucson. Of course, mariachi music's huge in Tucson. They have a conference every year, the Mariachi Festival. And then Linda Ronstadt country. So when you think about Linda Ronstadt, you got Mississippi and we've got like the Texas. Texas is that in-betweener kind of thing between the two of you of a little bit of, you know, swamp and a little bit of desert. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. And the beach, you know. So, um, yeah, I was going to say, Eva, do you ever do they do things for Linda Ronstadt out there in Tucson? You guys always um, we honor her when she comes and sings, or she used to sing. I've seen her sing um, before she stopped singing. She came to she did a surprise visit at the Fox Theater mm. um, and sang with some other performers, David Bromberg and his wife with the Angel Band, and it was a big surprise. But nobody expected her, and that was. This is the last time I heard her live. So, mm. no, but we honor the fact that she came from her and the Ronstadt family is still here. So, yeah, Susie, Susie Ronstadt's sister plays with Wally Lauder all the time. And you know Wally. Right. And I see, I see her name. I didn't know, I didn't know she was related, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. She's a cool singer too. And what, well, uh, everyone, Wally Lauder is an awesome singer, songwriter. He's in back in Silver City now, but he goes to Tucson all the time. And lived in Tucson. We met him when he was living in Silver City before Tucson. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Wally's cool. So look him up on, you know, Spotify. Or if you go to Silver City in Southwest New Mexico, go check him out. But so we got music going. That's for sure. Now, I know, you know, we're here on the Big Weekly Blend. And we always love to look at the holidays and pop culture that happen between, uh, you know, the, for the week. So we're going to look at uh, December 10th through 17th today. But it is the season. So Let's talk a little bit. You know, you've got Mississippi. Do you have, you've had rain, but, um, does like Gulfport light up? You've got all those beautiful parks. Do they light up and put, you know, lights up on palm trees and things? Well, what what we have here is actually, um, it's called Gulfport Harbor Lights and it's, it's really cool. It takes place in Jones Park, which is Mm -hmm. the park right on the Mississippi Sound. And it's kind of at the intersection of Highway 90 and Highway 49. It's this big park. It's actually now the Mississippi Aquarium is directly across the street and they've been working on a tram that connects the two. So people don't, you know, get killed walking across Highway 90. But the Gulfport Harbor Lights is really, really cool. Um, there's like, I can't even tell you how many millions of lights and it takes over the whole park. They have dancing, you know, dancing lights. It's, it really is a great thing to do with your family. And, and it, 
talking about movies, um, it was featured. If you've ever heard of the movie Christmas in Mississippi, it was mm. that actually the Harbor Lights plays a key role in that movie. And it's based, it was filmed and based right here on the coast. So, and that's, it's kind of coming up in the season. It's, you know, it's your happy Hallmark kind of movie. Um, but it's really neat. And, and like I said, it features the Harbor Lights, you know, pretty centrally. Mm. And and Eva downtown Tucson is that the main place for Christmas lights in Tucson, Arizona? I remember them just being um, everywhere, like everyone that, lights up. Uh, Winter Haven is where you know the big, um, big shows of Christmas lights are, and you can't drive through there anymore. You actually have to um, arrange to be bus through it or do a wow. hay ride or something through Winter Haven, which is off of Fort Lowell and between, I believe. Country Club and Tucson Boulevard, that section there, Fort Lowell okay. Prince. So if, if you buy a house in that neighborhood, you have to agree to decorate for Christmas. And these people go all okay. out. And it's pretty spectacular. But, you know, we have Christmas lights all over. Downtown, I think, is has uh, lit their big tree down in Presidio Park. Mm. And the the buildings, downtown buildings now, put up lights up around the upper rim of all their high-rises downtown. Oh, Which is oh, really wow. cool to see. Yeah, I yeah. Really, I, I'm glad they do that because it just adds a little bit of, you know, you can see that from our house. So yeah. it adds a, it's it's special that they do that. So, yeah. The Barrio it's District, starting too, to, does the Barrio, Barrio District do lights as well? They've got to. I don't know. I don't oh. really drive through there. Oh. I know Winter Haven, Winter Haven is the big deal. Okay. I remember something about that. I mean, it's been a little while, but it was so cool to be back in Tucson. Uh, just Was it a few weeks ago? <laughs> we were just there, weren't we, Eva? Just a couple of weeks yeah. ago, it feels like. <laughs> yeah. We were just here. We were just there, and it's beautiful. It's just such a beautiful, you know, region to be. Um, let's talk about this year before we get into all the holidays two two holidays because we want to talk about food um and definitely i know that you both well let's just get into the food holiday <laughs> food you got to i mean the, no we, we're just yeah we'll, we'll look at the new year and, and what happened this year later here but the food because lisa's in in mississippi and um apparently she just gets boat to table food and for the holidays like is is does the menu change up at all for you and, and, and give everybody just an overview of what deliciousness they can enjoy in coastal Mississippi. Well, uh, of course, seafood is, is the biggie. I mean, any, any kind of seafood that comes out of the Gulf is, you know, fresh as can be. You've got a lot of people, I think. Um, and again, originally I'm from New York, so I'm still into the, the East Coast. I still do my traditional ham and things of that nature. But down here, a lot of people do a like oyster dressing and oyster, different oyster dishes and shrimp galore, of course. Um, any kind of shrimp you want and, uh, crab, you know, a lot of the casinos here do a lot of big crab, um, uh, dishes and whatnot. And, and 
you know, it, it depends on, because we have a lot of, you know, we have a mixture of people here that are, have retired here and maybe their families aren't here or their military and they can't be with family. So it's, it's kind of a mixture. A lot of the casinos, believe it or not, do like Christmas dinners and things like that for maybe people that might not have their families here mm-hmm. and they want to cook for, you know, just two or three people. They can take themselves out to dinner. So that's a little bit, you know, that was a little bit different. I wasn't used to that when I moved here, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of cool if you stop and think about it. If you don't necessarily have family here, you know, and you don't want to cook or whatever, you can take yourself out. Yeah. Nancy and I are like that too, you know, um, otherwise we're making pizza, <laughs> but we do, we've had, we've done some cooking, you know, but um, I was going to say, yeah, for travelers too, you know, um, so most of the casinos, I know Natchez, Mississippi has, um, you know, casinos on the river. So are most of the casinos in coastal Mississippi and Biloxi? Um, most of them are in Biloxi. Gulfport's got a couple. Diaberville, which is like a um, suburb. Well, everything's pretty much a suburb of Biloxi or Gulfport. But Diaberville has one. Um, I think we have at last count, there was either 12 or 13. Gulfport has two. Diaberville's got one. So that leaves the majority right in right in Biloxi, right along the Highway 90. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that most of them are right either on the water or after Katrina, they were grandfathered in that they could actually be not necessarily the gaming floor on the, uh, you know, on the mm-hmm. water. There's a couple down in Hancock County, which is going more toward New Orleans, uh, more west. So there's a couple down in there. So, but the majority of the ones on the coast are in Biloxi. Yes. Mm. I like the hard rock ones. Yep. That's because, in Biloxi. <laughs> oh, it's got music stuff. Yeah. Last time I was in there, they had awesome displays of all the musicians um all kind everyone like they do and And most of dress and their their outfits and stuff yes and most of the casinos do a really you know they decorate all out the beau rivage is probably one of one of the ones Mm -hmm. that's most you know that then that's an MGM property, but you walk, I mean, there's people that come to the coast that all they do is walk in to look at the decorations at the Beau Rivage. So mm. they do, they literally, I can't, they go all out on their decorations and each year it's different. So. Cool. Cool. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. I wanna, last time we were there, we were at the Hard Rock and drinking Bloody Marys and you know, it was fun. We there you go. Um, so Eva, I know you're probably not going to talk too much about casinos, but you do have them in your backyard. Um, but the food, yeah. let's talk about Christmas food because you've got culture in your hometown here and, well, you're not your hometown, but your, your community and like tamales and it just, mm-hmm. it, it gets, it's a big deal over there, right? Tamales is going to be one of the main, yeah. like top features. Yeah. Tamales are a big deal. And this year I'm making some Yay. for, um, on a couple Saturdays from now, I have people coming over and we're going to do a big tamale making, um, which, which is for them more of a party because they get to do the easy part, which is assembling them. (laughs) So I have to have all the stuff ready before they, um, come over. So it may, it means making red chili and you know about that because you've already got me on YouTube doing that. Yeah, and then I everyone Eva can one. cook. Eva can <laughs> really cook, and she just came back from Mexico. So I'm thinking you might be, you know, you went to cooking class in Mex in Cabo San Lucas, and I'm thinking you may be making those margaritas for everybody at that tamale making party. Well, Uh-oh. I don't think yeah, 
<laughs> I wish, but I don't think most of the most of the people coming drink. So oh. at least they won't drink that. But I may be my, making them for myself. Um, yeah, those margaritas <laughs> were awesome. Um, mm. But I'm going to do tamales. I'm, I'm going to make beef ones, beef and red chili ones, and I'm going to make vegetarian ones. And I have somebody's uh, tamale mix to try besides my normal masa. Mm-hmm. We have a store, a Food City, which is a chain of stores. And I don't know if they're in Phoenix or not, but they certainly are all over Tucson. There's one off of Irvington and the freeway that is probably the biggest food city in town, and it has everything. It's like mar- walking into one of the markets in Cabo, one of the Mexican mm. markets. It has nice. everything. Mm. So I go down there and get the masa. I get already prepared masa that's you know ground corn. I just have to mix in the fat and the salt and the flavorings for it. So I still have to do that part. And they have, you know, piles and piles of corned husks. And they have the olives that you're supposed to put in the traditional um, tamales. Oh, yeah. Are they green? So I will have all all of that stuff going on. And then um, I want to make pork and green chili ones this time. So that'll be new. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. We arrived arrived here in Lubbock. Our friend here, Cheryl, um, said, oh, I got pizza for you and Nancy. This pepperoni pizza with this like super spicy sauce that was really good with green chilies because Ooh. you know we're in Texas. Oh my! Like that was my pizza for the next day. <laughs> like, this is mine. Get off of it. <laughs> it's mine. I've never had green chilies like that on a pizza, and I decided that is a must too. That that take your banana peppers and swap them out with green chilies. Hmm. It is a whole yeah. You can't go wrong world. there. You really can't hungry. go wrong, and and oh. I ma- I've made the I made the um you know I took a class for the mole and I've made the mole since and it's really good, very complicated, but it's very very good. If you oh. start posting this on Facebook, you know I'm. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Didn't I you do? Know. Didn't I do that already? Yeah, yeah. You have. You've done. It's Eva's terrible. I <laughs> mean this in a really good way. But she knows how to cook. She really, really does. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. very oh, good. Good for you. Sometimes. Well, tamales. And, Sometimes. And listen, the pork and, 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 and chili. Oh, ch- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the trouble is, if you, I, I'm like about done right now. I'm pretty much done with cooking. I did Thanksgiving and now I'm getting ready to do the tamales. So I'm doing mm. all the prep work ahead of time. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, okay, I don't want to cook. Where's the pizza? Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> then you call Lisa. I'll, I'll come yes. over. Well, I, I, have a, yeah. I have a new recipe that I made myself, like my own little okay. breakfast thing. Check this out. So, you know, so Eva's hooked us up with the right frying pans because she knows Nancy and I are stupid. And so, anyway, but the one little, the little frying pan, the little one, would, would yeah. that be a saute? Yeah. So the little one, it's an eight inch, okay. eight inch one. Okay, and it's ceramic, so it's it really is. This is the perfect pan for this, and so you know you can get tortillas that same size. So, I take two tortillas and I put them in the pan on medium heat, and once they're both heat, and you flip them so that you know you put them together like a little sandwich, like you're going to make a quesadilla. Then you take one out when they're both warm, and one is like, okay, I'm I'm ready. Then you put down a layer of shredded cheese 
Mexican cheese is good too. Queso, uh, what, what is the, ah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, yeah, you put it down. Then if you have it, get a small avocado, like one half of an avocado, slice it up, put it on there. Cause I think fried avocado is the best thing on the planet too. Wow. And so then when it starts to heat up, right. When you want your avocado to be the same temperature, you open, you crack open an egg and you throw it on top. I know this sounds crazy and it runs and it'll break open no. whatever the heck it wants to do. Then, oh yeah, and it cooks all the way around. Yum. Then you take the tortilla and you, and now I would say add some salsa in there. Okay. That it, I just didn't have any on hand, but add some salsa to the top. Then you cover that with the other tortilla. And when things start to congeal, cause they do, you flip it. And next thing you know, you have this interesting fried breakfast quesadilla thing that is absolutely delicious. And if the avocado falls out and fries, it's really good. Hmm. Um, You can put whatever seasoning. So I put like chili powder and stuff like that on there because I didn't have my salsa stuff. But honest to gosh, this is the quickest, easiest, high protein, probably not for your doctor at breakfast, but it's good. (laughs) It is really good. So I don't I don't know avocados are good for you and fried avocados these days are kind of but you know they make avocado tacos now. So oh, I'm in. That, and they're pretty darn good. Hmm. I'm a happy girl if I have an avocado a day that keeps the doctor at bay as far as I'm concerned. There you yeah. go. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah, you know. See, so See now me me on the other hand um my my goal this weekend is I'm making like about 8 million cookies. <laughs> I make it, I'm making, I'm doing my Christmas cookie baking this weekend. So, Oh, see now we were just talking about this on our Sequoia travel show uh, for the Sequoia region in California. They were talking about, well, Christmas and New Year's Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Park will get really busy and snow and all of that could happen. And uh, the park ranger, Cynthia, uh, she was saying, you've got to pack your patience. And I said, you know, that's for all travel in the holiday season. You can be in, mm-hmm. rush, you know, just driving, flying, whatever. And I said, well, this is how you pack your patience. You take cookies with you. And every time you want to open your mouth, you just shove one in your mouth. And that goes for being at the table with other family member you may not want to be with. Just shove the cookie in your mouth. So Lisa, you're, you're, you're helping the world. Oh, I well, yeah. I, I, I don't know what did I just like, I pick a weekend in early December and literally I spend the weekend baking cookies. <laughs> Well, what, I think you and Eva kind? should run a, open a restaurant. <laughs> oh, what kind? What am I doing this year? I think, I mean, I'm doing basic, I'm pretty easy ones like a oatmeal raisin. I'm doing chocolate chip pecan. Ooh. I'm doing molasses. I'm doing mm. snickerdoodles. And then I'm going to do the crop, the chocolate crinkle ones, which, you know, are the chocolate. And then they have the pot, the white powdered sugar. And when they cook, they crinkle. Oh my God. They're so good. Um, I think that I, I can't remember if I was doing five or six kinds. I, um, that's five right there. Oh, and, and then I have a request for, I make red velvet cool whip and that's actually easy, but they're, they're basically it's red velvet cool whip cake, uh, cookies. It's probably the easiest. Wow. Red red velvet cookies with cool whip on top or no, 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 no. No, you take the, you mix the Cool Whip in with red velvet. Um, I cheat. I take, get the red velvet, uh, box, the, you know, the cake mix uh-huh. and you put it, you put Cool Whip in it 
And I think, I mean, there might be one other ingredient and then you roll them in uh, confectionery sugar. And then, of course, when they cook, they, they crinkle like the chocolate ones do, only they're red velvet. It's really a simple, simple recipe, but they're so good. Okay. See, we started on the food and now this is really, <laughs> this is naughty. Okay. So while we're in Louisiana, okay, um, our friend Arlene made us French toast for French toast day. She says, it's French toast day. We're having French toast, girls. It's your, you know, goodbye breakfast as we're about to hit the road. And she made French toast out of croissants. Oh. And <laughs> let me tell you, listen, uh, I want to talk about Eva's pear honey. Just going on that and pear honey. Um, Eva made it and we, I'm going to have to put these recipes up in the show notes for everybody. Eva's, uh, red chili and we'll put up the pear honey recipe. You've did, we, you did one that you, you have and, and then I shared her one from a, a farm, um, in Tennessee, um, Spring Creek, uh, farm. It's a farm stay. And I'm just going to say, if you put that on biscuits, you know, it's just wow. really good. And it's not honey. It's just, it's like a jam, right? It's like a, a syrupy jam that comes yeah. out of pears. Jam. It's a pear jam. And it's pear month. It's and you, pear month. And, you, and oh, it's got pears and pineapple in it. Ooh. You gave me the recipe, Lisa. I forgot about the pineapple. Yeah, the pear. Well, it is National Pear Month, December. Just saying. So <laughs> it's the time to do them. You know, it's it's yummy. It's delicious. Oh, so it sounds like the you you both have the holidays covered, and you're cooking a whole bunch. And Nancy and I will make a Christmas tree pizza. I watch. We'll do something. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? But um, all right. So, are before we get to the rest of the holidays, I wanted to ask each of you to give us an overview of where you have been this year. So, Eva, I know you've traveled all over. I can't keep up with you. Where have you been this year? You went to Cabo San Lucas. We know that. Um, um, that was the last, that was the last one. I started off in Colorado in February and then, um, then in April, I think in late March, we just went over and camped on the other side of the mountains here in Tucson. And then we went to California to the state beach and then we went to Kansas, um, for a pod, for our pod rally, which was kind of fun and interesting. Uh, our then pod is like a little to, mini RV thingy. It's a, like, uh, travel trailer. It's a tra- it's like Forest River travel trailer. Then we went to Telluride, and then we went to Gunnison. And then we Beautiful. haven't, oh, I've been to Missouri, and then we went to Cabo San Lucas. What have I missed? I can't remember. You're, you're missing <laughs> something in there. I know you are. But she's been all over. Colorado, definitely a big deal. So what are you looking forward to destination-wise for 2024? Um, well, I go back to Superstars in February. Tell I know there's something. We're gonna tell, them, tell them what's going We're going to go to, yeah, we're going to go to Puerto Penasco hmm. uh, sometime between May and November, which is Rocky Point in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So and there's Colorado something again. else that... Colorado. Colorado again, for sure. And I don't know. I think we're leaving it kind of open. I have to go back to Gunnison. We have to go back to Gunnison in July because I graduate. Yay. You'll be here. Yep. You'll be here for yep. that. Yes, we will. I and love, I'm not sure I what love else. Tucson in the summer. I don't know what else we're going to come up with. 
So um, I think that's a pretty we haven't good made start. Definite plans. Yeah, that's a good start. Lisa, what about you for for this year? You went to the Bay of Fundy. I did. I went <laughs> to I went to camp. I spent a week up in uh, New Brunswick at, in the Bay of Fundy, which was absolutely that was fabulous. I there was just. I saw such some of the nicest, coolest things. Um, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's not. I mean, it was so much more. It it really was so much more than I just the the nature and the whole vibe of the place was just truly really cool. Um, I was in Saint Augustine recently, which oh, is that's a, right. yeah. I I that was um. That was awesome. pretty cool. That was with my history. I was into definitely into the saint, you know, let's see. So I've been to Tupelo, um, for a couple of days, West Palm for a couple of days. Nice. Um, and then on my way back from, um, St. Augustine stopped at Port St. Joe. I have friends there and it was just so, it's such a beautiful area. It's like, it's where's Port top- St. Joe. It's, um, let me see. It's north, uh, it's on the bend. It's north of Epa, um, and it's, uh, oh, yeah. down from Panama City. So it's kind of down okay. there, Mexico I Beach, know. where, where I've been there. Michael came through. It's just down the yeah. street of Mexico Beach. I, that's what I was going to ask because it sounds so familiar. I've been there for sure. That, yeah, I've it's, done it's, the whole panhandle. It's beautiful. Yes, it's just a beautiful place and it's calm. Spent it just, just some nice, literally doing nothing days. It was that mm-hmm. was, you know, I have friends there and it was very nice. Um, mm-hmm. in the spring, I was in Vegas for a couple of days and in Tennessee. Um, nice. Yeah. So Tennessee. I've been, I've been a few places, you know, he's been it, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, St. Augustine and St. Augustine and New Brunswick were by far my longest and biggest ones that I did this year. But, and I'm glad I did. It was, there are places that I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, St. Augustine, I would go again in a heartbeat. In New Brunswick, I would go back, but I'd want to explore different areas. It's just, it's just not, not right now because of course it's winter there, but. <laughs> yeah, I bet, but St. Augustine, I mean, that's the oldest city in it the is. country. And I mean, you got pirate history. I went. Got, to, I like, went to castles. the pirate museum. Oh, you did. Oh, so cool that you went to the pirate museum. It it really was, and and I got to see uh, Jack, uh, things from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. They actually have Jack Sparrow artifacts in there. They've got from Hook. Um, if you remember years ago when Robin Williams was in Hook, they've got that. Um. So that was kind of cool. And it gives you the history of all the different pirates and, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, whatever you happen to think of them, how they start out privateers and ended up pirates. But it was just, there's just so much history in St. Augustine. It's, I, I did so, I, I jammed so much in the few days I was there. I was so exhausted. It, it's supposed to be haunted too. Oh yeah, I did. I went on a ghost, I went on a ghost, uh, a ghost oh. walk in the evening. We went to the different cemeteries and the, the oh. guy was really, he was really cool. And man, I'll tell you what, if there's any city that deserves to be haunted, it's that one. That's <laughs> um, cool. got to see the fort in the daytime. And then of course, that's part of the walking tour for the ghost tour. And they tell you some, you know, really, really haunting stories of, of things that happened there through all the different occupations. And it was very interesting. I I love those old cemeteries. I would, when we were in Natchitoches, 
I finally got to go on this walking tour that they do at the cemetery, at the American cemetery. It's the oldest cemetery in the Louisiana Purchase. And um, it, it was interesting. So Scotty Williams took me and he's been on the show before. And I didn't let that guy get off the show, man. I was just like, <laughs> one quick. I'm so into cemeteries and I think I'm going to do a cemetery magazine or something. I don't know. I'm kind of weird about it. And it was so fascinating because, I mean, they have people from the Revolutionary War buried there. And I mean, obviously, with you, Lisa, being back from back east, you guys have some colonial cemeteries we um, do. going back then. But it, like, there's this one grave in this, and everyone will air this interview while we were there. Um, uh, the third Tuesday of the month, you'll hear it. Um, but like the mayor got shot by this dude because the dude was selling um, magic water from his well kind of thing, healing waters from his well. You know, he's putting like booze down there and whatever right. and selling it as like, here's your fountain of youth. To me, the fountain of youth, you're in St. Augustine, right? And I um, and I, I went there too. <laughs> yep. But the guy, the, the city workers went and did something and something happened to the well and the guy just got mad at the mayor and shot him and killed him. Boom. Wow. Yeah. And so that guy's very, this is crazy. It's like, but the town supported the families, the family of the mayor and the family of the shooter, the murderer. <laughs> he, they they put him in a in a loony bin. And oh, I'm not supposed to say that anymore. Uh, sanatorium, sanitarium, yes. whatever. One of those places. And um, anyway, so. There you have it. That's it's kind of trippy because you would never know that story. Like just walking through a cemetery, you don't know why people died, but the the engraving on his tombstone was like he was taken, literally taken too early. And there was like a grave where a kid put himself in the Civil War, and so what the veterans have a different date than his birth date on his on his on his um, grave. So he's plaques. Well, that's kind of what the the tour that I took in St. Augustine through the the cemeteries, you heard stories of people that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily, not that they were famous or whatever, but they were locals and they were famous within St. Augustine. So they tell the stories. It was really interesting. I love those tours. Eva, do you ever go to cemeteries? Um, Often. My dog is barking like crazy. Sorry. We can't hear her. We can't hear her. But, um, but yeah, um, you do go to cemetery? I didn't know this about you. Ooh. She went away. <laughs> there's somebody. No, well, there's somebody at the door, so the dog oh. is barking like crazy, and it's not somebody I want to really talk to. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. We'll tell them about a I'm going to let her bark. And, um, yeah, no. I do because there's something, you know, I go visit my parents' grave, for one thing. So you walk through that okay. grave, and you go through... You can see the family names from the from the area. You recognize those names, and you wonder, you know, about their histories. And Bisbee has a pretty cool old cemetery, and I've been to one in New Orleans. And yeah, I like. And we went to see um, in in Argentina when we were in Buenos Aires. Nice. We went to there. Yeah, I do that. That's awesome. I'm in. I'm. I'm. Yeah. This. There's just a thing about it. I think we're going to have a new show. On graveyard <laughs> stories, I'm not historical, historical, stories. historical findings. Yeah, do yeah. it around Halloween. Do it around I'm, Halloween. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I think it's going to be like a monthly show. I'm not kidding. Like I, <laughs> I have got so okay. many. I, I have enough to write a book on cemeteries. Like how <laughs> many cemeteries we've been to. Um, 
It's insane. It's insane. And and Lisa, you're sitting in Mississippi with all the the graves of all the blues greats. I mean, so many blues greats. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, that's a whole. I mean, and then Eva, you've got some amazing graveyards near you, and you've got Boot Hill and Tombstone near you. Boot and Hill. Um, True. Boot Hill's a cra- Boot Hill is crazy. I mean, that is that's a cool cemetery. I'll bet it is. Yeah, it's a it's a little commercialized now, but it's very commercialized. But I think I think some of the if you go through, you know, all the other places through downtown Tombstone, I think there's a whole lot of very interesting history down there. And it's the unsavory stuff, you know, that I kind of like better. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we want this. We want the seedy stuff, you know, Um, and one of the best cemeteries we went to on the tour so far is Easton, Pennsylvania. Um, oh, and then there's Mount Holly and Little Rock because they would literally have prostitutes buried next to politicians. <laughs> Honest to God, that's like the most perfect thing ever to me. It's like, yep, there it is. There's the reality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's the election season. Just put them all together. There but, you go. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, all right. So very cool. So you guys have done a lot of travel. Um, Lisa, what's coming up for you in 2024? Before we uh, forget, we get stuck in graveyards. Oh, we don't want to yeah. be stuck. Let me, well, uh, um, I, I really, I really am hoping to go, uh, to the UK. We'll see. I'm still oh. trying to put that together. I want to do the England, Ireland, Wales, and Scotland thing. Um, I'm going to go to, I'm trying to get to the Pacific Northwest in the springtime. Nice. Um, Let's see where else. I, I, I'm not quite sure. I, I really, like I said, I'm really f- trying to focus on getting uh, overseas. I want to do a cruise on, on another time. You know, I, I want to go do a Caribbean cruise. So we'll wow, see. She's going everywhere. Yeah. I, I'm, gonna I'm gonna try. I mean, that's, I've, but the UK, um, like I said, I've always had a fascination with England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. So I'm really, I really want to put that together. Well, I'm still working on it. We'll see how that pans out. My, yeah. I'm hoping for next year. Might, might have to delay it another year. Who knows? But I'll get there eventually. Well, you got to hook up with our buddy Glenn Burrows from Norfolk Tours in England. He'll, he'll, he'll hook you up. He, yeah, I'll, I'll connect you guys. You have to come on a show together and uh, we'll <laughs> connect you all because he, he's the, he's the man. Uh, for England. Um, all right. So let's get to these holidays. All right. Uh, have either of you thought of a Christmas song or a winter song or a holiday song that you'd like to add to the music playlist? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. I'll be honest, but I, I just, it's a really cool memory. My mother, um, when she was alive, when we were kids or whatever, she used to love Brenda Lee. Oh, rocking around the Christmas tree. That's rocking it. Around. How can Brenda how Lee? Could we leave? Yeah. How could we leave up Brenda Lee? Oh boy. My mother used to play and, and then, um, you know, the old, the older stuff, the Bing Crosby, that kind of, you know, the, the, the quintessential Christmas, white Christmas and Bing Crosby and all of those. But she used to love Brenda Lee. We had, used to have an old, an old album. Yes. And, you know, um, and like she would play it on the old stair on stereo. I call it stereo. It was a record player. Mm-hmm. But she would dig out the old Brenda Lee um, sing-alongs, and it was it was really cool. What about you, Eva? Well, she Uh-oh. already hit my, my my one of my favorites that I always play is Bing, the Bing Crosby Christmas White Christmas album. That's 
And then okay. there's one um, called Winter Sir that I have no idea who's who it's by, and you can't really find it. Like I think I found I was looking for it in I think I had it in tape, and I was looking for it in CD, and it was a hundred bucks or something. So wow! But, oh well, good luck. Yeah, I like I like this. all the old I like mm-hmm. all the old timey Christmas songs. I mean, yeah. I've always liked those. There's a lot of soul in those. And some of the newer stuff sounds so commercial and mm-hmm. tinny. It's like, okay, bring it down a notch. We're cold. We don't, you know, <laughs> we're cold. We want to be warm and, you know, feel that fire, you know, kind of thing. So, all right. Well, we've got two songs. We got it. And I don't think these songs are on our playlist yet. So we'll be adding them. I can't Ooh. believe I don't. Yeah, that's nuts that these are two of the most popular Christmas songs on the planet and we haven't added them yet. So this is why we need writers on our show, you know? Uh, so Well, that's okay. pro- probably because everybody's hung up on, and, and I apologize if there's any Mariah Carey fans. Oh, out don't there, start me. If I hear that one more time, I think I might scream. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess I don't know about it. So you're okay. <laughs> it uh, Don't start me on, 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 <laughs> now we'll, we'll skip over that because that could be another no, no, whole show. Yeah, I know that's a whole. Other, but actually, no, no. It's, it's she's actually an incredible singer, um, and very into Christmas for some, you know, her reasons. And good for her. That's her yes. thing. And I appreciate everybody's love for what they like. You know, including if you like Taylor Swift, good for you. She's a smart businesswoman. Um, yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> heck, yes, yeah, she is. So everybody's got their thing. So, um, I, you know, it's. Mariah Carey, Christmas is not my thing, but I do have respect for her vocal range and singing. I do have respect. I, I, I agree with you there, but it's just they play it to death. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. It is. And Christmas channels are happening like early. Yes. Like it was even before Thanksgiving, there's entire radio stations of Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. All right. It's 90 degrees today where we are. This is fun. <laughs> you know, okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, so here's the holidays. December 10th, I am 100% behind this holiday, National Lager Day. I love a good lager, and it um, goes really well with peanuts. And uh, anybody here like lagers? I mean, beer is a good thing. No? Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a beer person. I'm more the, the wine and the spirits kind of thing. <laughs> I'm a little bit of okay, all of Lisa. That. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa in Mississippi, Mississippi, when I get that way, we'll go talk. (laughs) (laughs) Bushwhackers, remember Lisa Smith? Bushwhackers. Oh, yes. Bushwhackers. I love me a good bushwhacker. You got to be careful how you say that. But bushwhackers are, um, and you have one or two and then the third, right? Yeah. yeah. If you can make it be in, yeah. If you're still sitting down after two and you go to get up, you're going to know it. Yep. That's why that's why we need casino machines with handles. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way we can get up after after a bushwhacker. All right, so it's okay, so there's a worldwide candle lighting day. I think that is pretty cool. I like a good candle. That's I know cool. there's all the LED ones and those are very cool, but it is nice to actually light a real candle, don't you think? Just to have that mm-hmm. I don't know. I used, I used to do that every night. I used to read like you know, nice inspirational stuff and have a nice <laughs> what, cup of hot tea and light a candle. What date, used, is, what, what date is that? Oh, December 10th. Sunday, December okay, 10th. Okay. Is it Sunday? 
Oh, oh perfect. Because I have my my fireplace is all candles, That's not right. nice. fires. I'll have to light my candles that day. Yeah, it's Sunday, December 10th. Um, it's also Festival for the soul, uh, Souls of Dead Whales. Hmm. And okay. well, you've got to think about that, you know. Um, so many are killed, That's and true. you've got to think about whales. And you've got whales in your backyard, Lisa, in Mississippi. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, perhaps out, probably out in the Gulf. Further, I obviously I've never seen dolphins. I've seen, but I haven't. I haven't seen whales. But um, I, I did. Good. Oh, there. Yeah, I'm sure that that Oh, that's right. We had them in Cabo. Oh, nice. They are just, they're just coming up to the Gulf of California. They were in Cabo and there were, um, there were a few, quite a few of them. It was kind of exciting. Nice. That is really cool. That is awesome. Cool. I I mean, the whales are so magnificent. I always think about, you know, you see these photos of kayakers with whales and I'm like, dude, I don't know. I'd pee in my kayak. (laughs) I don't know. But then I've done really, you know, I, you know, African animals and snakes and stuff. So, and I hang out with alligators and so I don't know. So, you know, maybe it just feels weird when you're in the water, you know, yes, everyone's I, got yeah. their, 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 what they feel comfy with. Um, when we got to this country from South Africa, it was the first weekend. My uncle and aunt took Nancy and I to the beach with their kids and we were in Florida in uh, Port St. Lucie. And we went snorkeling, which is like my old school thing. And there were sharks. And I'm like, that's it. I'm out. And he's like, no, 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 come close. And he got bitten by a shark. He thought it was the coolest thing. Not oh, no, day, no. But before. Yeah. And he had teeth coming out of his leg, which he thought was the coolest thing. Because eventually, you couldn't just get him out in surgery. They would just come out. They would, like, every few weeks, another tooth came out. And he was over the moon about this. Because, you know, our family is really normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, come, come, be close. And I'm like, I just came out of a place where we have great whites and they maul you. <laughs> You're going to die, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was really funny. But um, the the water thing is a little, it's a little different. But I do respect and care about whales and sharks and all those beautiful things. And December 10th. So even when you light your candles, uh, think of whales. So we got to think about the whales. Send good intentions for the whales. But it is also... Human Rights Day on December 10th is a big deal. And it is also International Animal Rights Day. So I like the candle on these days. And it is Nobel Prize Day. I like that, too. I think it's all pretty cool. So that's a good day. So you could have a a lager, a candle, and think about all these (laughs) issues and send good, good juju out. So December 11th. All right. Both of you have got to answer this one. It is International Mountain Day. So if either of you got a special mountain range or mountain destination that you've been to that you love, let's start with you, Lisa, since you're on the coast, let's go to the mountains. Um, In the Adirondacks. The Adirondacks oh, of New York yeah. State are beautiful. And um, there's one, and I'm not a huge hiker, I'm, you know, but there's one that's an easy hike and it's called Rondax Mountain uh for you know most everybody calls it bald mountain but it's uh, out of old forge new york and it's just and and of course i've written an article on it it's on my website you know way back but it's just beautiful it's it's on the full you know you can see the fulton chain of lakes so it's just beautiful 
Mm, and there's a lot of high, there's a lot of high peaks up there, but of course I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not major hiker, so I stick with the easy hikes, but yeah, I, I like that. Cool. What about you, Eva? Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak in Colorado. Pikes. Yep. Right. Beautiful. That's the one, that's the fundamental sing- singular peak in my growing up existence, and I still love that peak. Hmm. Oh, speaking about growing up, since you're both going to your, you know, go, where you're raised, uh, I'm going to have to do Mount Kilimanjaro where I was raised. <laughs> is was the backyard, and, and we had more snow back in those days. And um, and no, I never climbed it. <laughs> I was a little kid, and I don't think I could climb it now. But I think Mount Kilimanjaro is pretty epic for those who do it. And nice. I know a lot of people who have done it, and um, that's pretty darn cool. That's a cool. I was going to do Mount Rainier, but because that blew my mind. Mount Rainier still blows my mind. The Blue Ridge Mountains. Oh, oh God. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole other show. Um, all right. Holiday food drive for needy animals day for December 11th. We like that. We got to help the animals out there, especially all the rescues. National App Day. Okay. So let's talk about apps. Do either of you have a favorite app on your phone or computer that you like to use? Especially for writing, as travel writers, is it photography? Is it something to do with grammar? What What about you, Lisa? I mean, I I use I use Grammarly a, a great deal. I have to say, so um, yeah, they like for, to mess for with the my writing. I, I do have to do. I do like Grammarly. Hmm. What about you, Eva? My camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I take pictures of everything. Obviously. Yeah. I like Canva. Canva helps a lot of things in design. And is that on your? Is that on your? Okay, I just ran across that, so I'm a little behind in things, and so that's on your phone. Yeah, no. I bet it is. Well, you can use it on your phone, but I don't. But oh, okay. Well, I, Instagram's an app. That's I'm true. Sure you could say yep. that's an app. Everything's its own app these days. I got an app Pretty for much. that. You know. Yeah. Um. All right, so December 11th is also Noodle Ring Day. So go get your noodle rings. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your, your noodle rings. Um, it's also UNICEF Change Day. Um, UNICEF Day for change for kids, which is mm-hmm. important around the world. December Day, who loves this? Gingerbread House Day. All right, Eva, have you ever made a gingerbread house and decorated it? No, I haven't. No, I've not made a house, but I do make gingerbread. Oh, okay. Well, that's important. Okay, what about yes. you, Lisa? Have you played? Have you played with gingerbread houses? Oh, like a hundred years ago when my kids were little. But yeah, you know, I'm not re- not in recent years. No. <laughs> okay, so if we were going to build a gingerbread house, okay, so we're going to do the little house. Okay, of course there's the white icing and everything, but what candy are you putting on the house, Lisa? Ah, uh, the the cinnamon red hats. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I, don't... I love cinnamon red hats. All right, well that's good for the holidays too. Um, a little bit of Fireball whiskey as well. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just went there. Um, okay, so so Eva, what about you? What candy are you putting on? Um, I don't know. That would be a really hard one for me because I don't really. Let's be do something weird. How about butterscotch? Oh, I like butterscotch discs. All right. 
I'm going to put licorice. <laughs> Just to okay, be black. <laughs> or wait, we could put gummy bears in the windows. Come there on, you gummy go. bears. Oh, I want there gummy you bears. go. I want my gummy bears. I don't think it goes with gingerbread, but I don't care. I want gummy <laughs> bears. Gummy bears are a big deal. Okay, so I'm looking at uh, it's Day of the Virgin Guadalupe. That's a big deal, too. Um, for December 12th, mm-hmm. ginger, uh, gingerbread decorating day. So they're all into gingerbread on this day. Um, National Ambrosia Day. I think they could take that away. Honestly, I don't, yeah, I don't I'm think not, that holiday. I'm not a fan. No, no. Eva, do you, do you like Ambrosia? I don't know what it is. <laughs> it is that stuff that moves, that jiggles. And no, it is, um, some people call it the food of the gods. It's a creamy fruit salad that can be made with fruits. Oh. Of it might be good, but it's it. It's oh, like, well, it's I had that. Fifely, I had that stuff. with marshmallows in it. Yeah, yeah. That's Is a, that some? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I do like that. I haven't <laughs> well, made then, it, but I do like it. All right. Well, there you go. Oh, everybody, we've got an Ambrosia fan. Um, there you the go. First one. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I'll eat the mar- you know. I just like it all separated out. Um. This it's National Dingaling Day, and we're not talking about Chuck Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to bring that up. Dingaling Day. It's actually about the Salvation Army and and ring and ding ding. Oh, the red, yeah, the red, the red, the uh, red kettle. Yeah, I used to play that song. My dingaling. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna add that song to the playlist. Dingaling. <laughs> That's that. I'm adding that. Uh, Chuck Berry dingaling is going on there. Yeah, because that's important. Um, dingling. Everybody needs a good dingling. Um, all right. So the other holiday, I'm just going through the notes here. National Poinsettia Day. We like mm. poinsettias. Yeah, not good nice. for your dogs to eat, but or um, cats. Or cats. Not yeah. Poinsettia. Got to be careful. Um, but they, I love poinsettias. In some places, they just grow outside. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend in Southern California. She had like a whole, like, like a whole hedge of poinsettias <laughs> that she would just grow. And it was beautiful. It's beautiful. So that poinsettias are good. All right. Eva, have you grown one yet? I have a couple in the house already. Yeah. They don't, Lisa, what they about don't you? do you well probably... here. Yeah, no, I, I've, not, I've not grown one. And again, I have cats, so I can't have them in my oh. house. So. Yeah, you could hide it from a dog. You can put it. It <laughs> depends on the dog, but yeah. Uh, December thirteenth. This is also very important. It is National Ice Cream Day. Anybody yeah. for that? I am in. Absolutely. Did you say no? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Absolutely. What? what scoop would you like, Lisa? You go first. What would you Black like? Black raspberry. Ah, now what about you, Eva? I like vanilla or. Orange Dream, one of the two. Oh. Ah, nice. December thirteenth. I mean, real also, vanilla. Real vanilla. The like, real yeah. vanilla with with vanilla beans and oh. yeah, real cream, oh. that kind. Hmm. Peppermint chocolate. Because you can add anything. Good. You hmm. can add anything to vanilla ice cream. You can add chocolate to it. You can add jam. You could put your pear honey on it. You can put oh, fresh fruit true. in it. You can put cake in it. You can you do, know what, and you can put coffee in it. You know what we used to do in South Africa? We'd have waffles for breakfast, 
especially this is back in the day when I was very, you know, young and, and stupid. Um, for hangover morning food <laughs> was waffles with ice cream and syrup and but waffles hmm. and ice cream, a scoop of vanilla ice Yum. cream and waffles. Really, really good. You can add cinnamon or whatever too, but um, but now, now I still haven't had chicken and waffles yet, but I still want to do that with ice cream for some reason. I don't know why, but it sounds still good to me, but <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, National Cocoa Day. What are you adding to the cocoa, Lisa? That That's what I, that's one of the main ingredients in my chocolate crinkle cookies. So I'll be using that. Ah, Eva, what's going in your cocoa? Um, Probably just marshmallows. I'm doing cinnamon. Some salted cinnamon. salted caramel bourbon from Two Trees Distilling in Asheville. That's what's happening. Oh, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a good choice. It is a very good choice. Oh, you, know, I, they make, you, you were talking you about hot cocoa. I was talking about the dry cocoa. <laughs> Sorry about that. What are you putting in your hot cocoa? Um, Probably, not, I'm not a marshmallow fan, so probably maybe just a cinnamon stick. Ah. It's also National Cream Cheese Frosting Day, and I think that's a special day. Oh, cream cheese frosting is the best. It is important. It's important. Eva, do you like cream cheese frosting? Of course. All right. <laughs> it's National Horse Day. Who doesn't love horses? We love horses. It's a yep. horse day. It's National Violin Day. Also, the U.S. National Guard's birthday. So that's also very important. Nice. All right. Yeah, we're getting we're getting some good it's free shipping day on the December fourteenth. For <laughs> who? Um it's monkey day. December fourteenth is monkey day. That's important. We like that. Um okay, it's martyred ele- intellectuals day. Hmm. Okay. 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 Um it is more good today day. I don't know what that's about. Roast chestnuts day. Of course. The smell. Yeah, that's that is a very Christmassy thing, and then there's the Booyah Base Day, National Booyah Base. Hmm. I think Yum. That. It's, yeah, that's that seafood tomatoy stuff, right? Seafood yeah. tomato. Oh, well, that could happen over in your area, Lisa. In Mississippi, <laughs> that's probably. I'm sure there's some that are using that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. December fifteenth, it's National Cupcake Day. All right. So, Lisa, is that going to be a red velvet cupcake for you to whip on <laughs> might, top? Might, might be. Could be. Yeah. Do you like cupcakes? I do. They're the, they're the, the small, small guilt-free portion of a regular cake. Mm. <laughs> and your favorite, if you're going to have some for the holidays, what do you want? Uh, well, of course, red velvet sticks in there, but I, I'm a, I'm a chocolate cake kind of person. I love, I do love my chocolate cake. It must be moist, especially yes. with cupcakes. You must have the moistness. Don't and cream cheese either? and cream cheese frosting. Oh, yes. Why can't Yum. we have cheesecake cupcakes? Hmm, I want cheesecake. Can. I want cheesecake cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, you could, huh? You could do it. Eva, mm-hmm. what's your favorite cupcake? None. <gasps> I'm not cake. I am not. A, I'm not a cake person. You know what I like are cookies. Well, there you go. Oh. And. And and molasses kringles are one of my favorites, mm. and another one called cereal murder cookies are probably the next favorite. And 
Yeah, they have oatmeal and toffee in them. Mm, nice. Serial murder. That's what they're called. Yep. There, there. It's a, it's a, a series of books by Diane Mott Davidson, Goldie's Caterers, and she puts recipes. Um, she puts recipes in them, so she has a whole recipe book, um, ba- with recipes based off of her series, her cozy series. So, of and murders. that those are, those cookies are cereal cookie cereal murder cookies. Nice, we love and it's, that. They're wonderful. They're just wonderful. <laughs> That's a really cool gift to do. I mean, come on, Lisa, make them for, for your friends and family <laughs> here for your stocking. Some cereal murder cookies for you. Happy holidays. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so it's also International Tea Day. And I think a really good cup of tea is, is, it's such a, it's a good, like good tea is good tea, um, whether it's iced or not. And, Every region seems to have its thing as well. Eva, do you have a favorite way of enjoying tea, hot or cold, or a favorite? Um, Right now, I'm on this vanilla chai latte kick, and I like having that in the morning. Hot, yeah. Chai with a splash of whiskey. Mm -hmm. Just saying. No. It's really good. No. I like (laughs) it just plain. (laughs) I love chai. Ooh, all the spices. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's perfect Yummy. for the holiday season. Yeah. Lisa, what about you? Do you like tea? I do. Well, I, if I'm going to have a hot tea, I like chai tea. Um, but of course, in the South, you got your sweet tea. So, yeah, you guys definitely sweet tea. <laughs> Here it comes everywhere. Yeah. Hey, December 15th is ugly sweater day. Oh, <laughs> That's a, you know, that's my normal day. <laughs> that's why we're doing this all on, not on video. Uh, it's Ugly Sweater Day, December 15th, and also Bill of Rights Day, which is interesting for our history. Um, also Cat Herders Day. Hmm. So there you go, Lisa. Start yeah. herding. Start herding yeah. your cat. Um, it's also National Regifting Day. So what do you guys think about? I think there's nothing wrong with passing something on so it doesn't get wasted. Um, but you, you, I don't know if you, you, to me, I always just, Hey, you want this, you know what I mean? But I don't know in the holidays, do you just pretend and, and fake it? And what do you think Eva about regifting? I think it depends on the gift and the person you're giving it to. If, I mean, if it's really something they absolutely, you know, they're going to absolutely love. I think that it's perfectly acceptable. If you're just trying to get a, rid of a piece of junk and you don't, you know, don't really care about that person. I don't think that's, I, I mean, yeah. or it, I don't know. I don't think you, I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather give it to goodwill and then somebody who wants it gets it right. Exactly. I always think it should go to whoever wants it. You know, I always ask, do you guys want this? Do you want that? You know, we get stuff all the time. And it's like, okay, um, who, who wants this? You know, cause it's cool. If someone <laughs> likes it, that's awesome. Lisa, what about you? I, I basically was just going to say ditto to what Eva said. I, I agree with her wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's it really is. Yeah, do do the right thing on it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. December 16th is National Chocolate Covered Anything Day. <laughs> well, I'm in. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we agree. We all are 100% for it. Uh, it's National Underdog Day. Now, that's a cool day. Because that is like, I think, you know, all good stories 
come from an underdog. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, um, even, you know, it's like, I don't know anything about sports, but if you go to a sports museum, and I know you were talking about Pikes Peak, even like Colorado Springs has, um, the Olympic sports museums and everything out there. You yeah. No, no, the sports game, but these are stories of underdogs a lot of times. Right. And, um, so it's, it's kind of it's, underdogs are in everything. And Eva, you're you're in the writing world. Isn't that a big deal in in writing? A good story is to have an underdog as a character. Yeah, it's a hero story. You Mm -hmm. take this kid out or this person out of your that has bad, you know, has is not the most popular or the whatever, and set him on a journey to find himself or herself. And yeah, the hero's journey. And it and you can be forgiving with it as they stumble and fall and make mistakes. Yes. You know, there's a forgiveness that goes with that. For you, Lisa, I mean, I was just thinking about you being St. Augustine and going through cemeteries. I mean, that's underdogish in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I agree. I think uh, the underdog story is it's always a great story to tell. And it just, it's a feel good. If, if, I mean, you, you, it's like you're right there with the person as they go through the ups and downs. And especially if it's something that's really relatable. For you, and I know you've a big love for history. Um, and Mississippi has so much history. Um, are there any notable underdogs that come to the top of your mind in, in history or? Oh, I mean, goodness. God, that's um, all it is. That's what history is. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 you know, overcoming pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah. I so. mean, wars and, you know, people, it's like that kid going, you know, changing his, his age so he could go to the Civil War when he was like 14 or 15 years old. He changed his, his, um, not his name, his, um, age so he could go in the war. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine a kid doing that and then, and your family allowing you to do it? Yeah, really. You know? You just think about that and, you know, so yeah, underdog stories are really good for on the holidays, especially with kids in your family telling those stories. So they feel mm-hmm. like they can, no matter what, keep moving forward, no matter what, you know, in life. Um, they're important. Okay. It's also Barbie and Barney backlash day. All right. Whatever. And, yeah. and stu- it's stupid toy day on December 16th. <laughs> i so I'm voting for the underdogs and they get to have chocolate on the same day. <laughs> All right. Our final day. Are we ready? Wright Brothers Day. That's a big deal in air yeah, history, in aviation history. It is National yeah. Maple Syrup Day. Do either Yum. of you cook with the maple syrup? Oh, Eva's in. Yes. But it's yeah. got to be the real, the real maples. <laughs> there is a difference yeah. between maple There is syrup. definitely. Ooh. Definitely. Okay. Yes. The real Get stuff. the real stuff. Get the real stuff. All right. And Festival of Winter Walks. I am a, yeah, I'm all for people taking a walk even when it's cold. Because it does do something for your body. And a little chill through you just reminds you you're still alive. <laughs> and it, yep. no, I think it's good. What? So, Lisa, in, in Mississippi, coastal Mississippi, in winter, where would you say if someone wants to go for a nice little walk, they've had a big chocolate meal or ice cream or they've eaten a bunch of your cookies, where would you say go for a walk? Or right maybe along they went the to beach. the casino. On the right beach. along the winter beach. Mm. Ooh, that Ooh. is going to be pretty. 
Yeah, the yeah. Winter Beach, even though there's there's no snow or anything, it's it's you know, it's not tourist season. There's you know, it's just really generally calm and quiet. It's really kind of cool. Really? You don't get snowbirds? Like Um not yes and no. Um and generally not the ones that are gonna walk along the beach, at least not you know, the one, yeah. the one closest to me, but it, you know, cause I'm only two blocks from the beach, but yeah, it's not the, the winter beach is very nice. Oh, listen to you. I'm only two blocks from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, when you're selling your house, be sure to come back <laughs> on the show. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, because it's, that's interesting. Cause like Tucson, like it's January, February, you guys get packed in Tucson. That's like, that is snowbird yeah. season for, for the desert. And even now, well, starts, and you it, know. yeah, yeah, they start coming. They're, they're coming now, but it gets much busier after the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets busy. Yeah. Where Where would you recommend people take a walk in Tucson for a quick winter walk? Um, well, we just step outside our door when we're mm-hmm. ambitious. Or Maybe maybe around one of the parks we have, like Reed Park or Randolph Park, or or um, um, that's hiking. You know, you can hike here. I, I think if you really want to go out, you could go out on any one of our nature trails, either in the Catalitas or the Rincons or the Tucson Mountains, like Kings Canyon in the Tucson Mountains. Mm. Those are really nice places to hike. Or and along Saguaro the rivers, National you know? Park. Saguaro National Park is beautiful. Right. Um, or even along out. the river. The, you know, we have miles, hundred, uh, hundreds of miles of uh, river walks now. They've connected all the rivers, the Santa Cruz and the Rito and the Pantano. You can walk, there's paths to walk along all those. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome to have. So that concludes, oh, it's National Device Appreciation Day. So enjoy your device, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That could, yeah, that could be fun. Well, I want to thank you both for joining us for our big weekly blend podcast. It's been super fun and now I'm very hungry. And now for some reason, I don't care about anything savory for dinner. I just want chocolate and um, <laughs> cookies. Is it bad? Well, you know what? When we got here, so our friend Cheryl, who, who does the pizza with green chilies, now that I could do again for sure. You know what her dessert was? Nice. Chocolate what? truffles from London, but they were like you know England has real chocolate. You know what I, you you both know what I mean about real chocolate versus correct this fake stuff, right? Yeah, real yeah. chocolate, and on the center is a martini. And I'm just going to tell you, Ooh. these were the probably some of the best chocolates I have ever had in my entire <laughs> life, and um, yum. She was just in London, and I hope she remembers us when she comes. <laughs> <laughs> Those chocolates, oh boy! And and we were both smiling, and yes, there really were martinis in there, and they were good, and they were delicious, and that is something in the holidays. I think chocolates filled with martinis should be a thing. They should have that as a national day. Chocolates with martinis. There you go. So that's that's that. So, uh, everyone, keep up with Lisa. Her website is writerlisa.com and she's also on social media under at my gypsy travel. And also if you're going to coastal Mississippi, go to at 100 things coastal MS. And then on Facebook, it's traveling 
Tell me about your Facebook handle for everyone. It's uh, travel writing, uh, travel adventures and wanderings. Yeah, I love I love following you on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> and seeing where you go because you put up things and all about and and you've got a hundred uh, yeah a hundred things coastal ms so uh, mm-hmm. follow her there and again her book um one hundred things to do in coastal Mississippi before you die. All right, so even next time you go to Mississippi, you know where to stop, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, gotta yeah. go see Lisa and Lisa. Next time you go through the desert, you know who to call. Eva. There you go. Absolutely. You, know that area. Yeah, um, you have to go. come to Tucson, not Phoenix. <laughs> I will. <laughs> well, there's a big difference. It's a it's a massive difference, and um, it's just different. And Tucson is magic. It is magical. It is. Um, it's growing. It's growing, but you don't realize it. Like. You know what I mean? Until you drive across it, but you don't realize it, you know, and, mm. and, you know, it's just, yeah. And it's very diverse, culturally diverse, which I think is, nice. again, makes for really good food. Um, Eva, uh, everyone can get trouble in Tucson, especially if you're, you know, anyone interested in the desert and really good stories. Trouble in Tucson Anthology is on Amazon and also it, it's linked right off your website, right? At EvaEldridge.com for everyone. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's there. Yeah, and everyone you can go. Okay, wait, I'm going there right now. Let me go and not get hooked. Um, I know it's there. If anything, just go to TucsonSistersInCrime.org, and that will take you to get that book too, because it's it's a great book and some really cool stories. Some are really crazy. I'm just saying, right, Eva? You know what I mean? There's some craziness. Yeah. Well, that's that's what we wanted. This is the the sentence. Have a little murder with a side of castor beans. Perhaps some <laughs> ghostly mischief and more to is more to your liking. Trouble in Tucson is a collection of stories to make you smile or ponder the more serious side of life. Anyway, happy holidays, well, everybody. Cool. <laughs> Thanks so much. Happy everyone. holidays. Thank yeah, you. Happy holidays. Take care Same to everyone. you. The links for the music playlist are in the show notes, and I'll go dig up those recipes as well. So thank you all for joining us. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Big Blend Radio's Big Weekly Blend Podcast. You can keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com. And if you want to get our Big Weekly Blend magazine, just sign up for our newsletter at BlendRadioNTV.com.